1116 SEN, the Four Diego's. Yes, here on a Wednesday night and coming up after the Diego's, it's all-night appetite. Uh, Melbourne Victory defeated Brisbane Raw 2-1 tonight uh, to go to the... T- well, stay on top, but uh, put themselves three points ahead of uh, a few others uh, coming up behind them in front of 10,642 people at uh, Suncorp Stadium. Um, hey, let's go to our man in the UK who probably wasn't covering that game, uh, <laughs> probably covering other games in the English Premier League. Mike McGrath, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yes, you've got Rodrigo, Vinny... Uh, Warren, that's your name, and uh, Carlos Alberto Diego. Hey, Mike, uh, Manchester United defeated uh, Man City in the derby 4-2. Van Gaal seems to be getting it together. Is it all a little too late? Um, I think, yeah, a little bit too late for the title, but, you know, really, yeah, it's been a fantastic turnaround. and It's been quite quick from being uh, a pretty average team but getting results to one that's looking now like they really know what they're doing. Um, so I think um, they're, they're the form team, and it's probably a bit too late for the title. But if the you know, if the season was about ten games longer, it'd be a real a real fight for it, I think. And and they've got a good chance of winning against Chelsea uh, at the weekend. Mike uh, Vinny here. I've got two questions to ask you, or maybe it's just the one question. I can't quite. I'm not not sure. Just ask and <laughs> but see what happens. I'll ask and see what happens. Mm. I think Van Gaal's done two things quite well. He's uh, he seems to have revolutionised um, Valencia, putting him at right back and getting him running, you know, playing in a more defensive role, but but attacking. But also he's he's resurrected the career of Fellaini, who um, in turn has resurrected the reputation of Moyes because Moyes <laughs> bought him. <laughs> so my question is, do yeah. you agree? <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what how he's done it? Or, uh... Yeah, well, yes. Am I right? Am I right in thinking he's done? Oh, done a good job there. Um, yeah, I think. Well, Fellaini, the Fellaini turnaround's been incredible because I mean he was he was booed off against City last season, and and this season he's like the key man, the key man. He's got a new position for him. Really, he's kind of just off um, the front players, uh, kind of as a central midfielder, but just off them. He's kind of a target man as a central midfielder, um, and I think in general he's not the only one um, that that Van Hal has found excellent jobs for them to do and kind of suit, that these jobs suit their characteristics really well. Um, so I think, um, I think he, you know, he, he was always a decent player. We knew that. Uh, it's just the fact that it took him a lot of time to become a Man U player um, because, uh, you know, you talk about Man U players that have a certain style about them. It's taken them a while to get into that and, um, you know, Van Gaal's now kind of found, found the best of him. Mike, it's Carlos. Wasn't uh, in the pre-season when Van Gaal came in and no one really knew, you know, there were a number of players who weren't sure of their futures at the club. That, didn't he come out and say Fellaini had no future at the club and he was looking to sell him at that point, but he, he didn't have a buyer and that's why he didn't leave? No, I don't, I don't think he quite went that far, but is certain that that you know during that time he, he wasn't always in the team he wasn't always having an effect on games I remember he came he sometimes played in defensive midfielder um, which didn't really happen um, I don't really think that there would have been an appetite to sell him yet because they paid 27.5 million for him I don't think anybody would have come in and, and given them half that really when the mm. chips were down for him so uh, I don't I don't really think he was ever gonna he was ever gonna uh, 
lead this season. I think it would, it would have been a case of reinventing himself, which he really has done. Now, Mike, I was going to ask you one more thing about uh, the game. Was that Derby game the, the the match that Man City needed to win? Just in the oh, sense, in, 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 in the in, sense that they, they they've been copying it and and their mojo's down, and really they lost more than just the three points on the weekend. Oh yeah, I, I think um, in many ways it was the one that they needed to win. I mean, they've been on this pretty pretty poor. You know, it's been a terrible run, really, mm. defending champions. And it was a game where if they won, it was like, well, actually, there is something about this team, there is something about this manager that we can kind of get out of this. But it really, it, you know, apart from that first 10 minutes, it really was poor mm. again, um, as good as Man U were. Uh, and then, you know, they, they, they really, yeah, they, they needed to win in terms of keeping, not just keeping in touch with Chelsea, which, which is out of the question now, it's just to stay ahead of Liverpool. Because obviously we knew Liverpool were going to win on Monday against a, a, a Newcastle team who were pretty much on the beach already. <laughs> so that's four points. So they, they really needed to keep that distance, which they, which they didn't manage to do. Now, Mike, two young guys, both earning hundreds of thousands, well, not quite hundreds of thousands of pounds, got nothing to do a few nights before the game, decide to um, start sucking in nitrous oxide and uh, to the point where... <laughs> One of them passes out. Now, is this a new trend amongst international footballers or what is Raheem Sterling? Because what's he up to? Because his career, particularly in the last 12 to 18 months, has gone through the roof on the field, but it's littered with just these little incidents off the field, some of quite of a, you know, accusations of quite serious nature. But this is just a, seems a, a bit bizarre to me. Yeah, it's um, look, I'm no, I'm, I'm no doctor. I don't, you know, we all know smoking's bad, but I don't know what whether not whether laughing gas is good or bad or whatever. <laughs> but I think what what it really does highlight to me is that you know who are these people who are filming it and then it's getting into the wrong hands. I think he's probably got to choose his friends a little bit better mm. if if that's the thing that's going to happen. Um, as for you know, it's obviously he's not done anything illegal. Um, I, yeah, but probably take a medics would probably take a dim view on stuff like that. But um, he's not done anything. He's not done anything technically uh, wrong. Uh, like I say, I think it's it, it's not a great image that he's that he's given himself with this uh, latest episode. Um, I think, it, and the, and if it was if it was. If, if the uh, contract situation was all resolved as well, I don't think it would be an issue. But at the moment, it, this is a guy who uh, looks like his future is really uncertain. Um, he's, he's a fantastic young player with great potential. Uh, and he probably doesn't need these kind of things to be circulated in public. Mark, I heard it was a Balotelli production. <laughs> he, he wrote, directed. <laughs> Posted online and, and yeah. stole the limelight from him. Yeah. Very convenient. Mike, one last one, mate. Uh, Leicester City had a really good win against West Brom away from home on the weekend. And, uh, of course, they're on the bottom of the league at the moment. QPR were really competitive against Chelsea. And, of course, Burnley really pushed Arsenal. Any hope of any of those three avoiding relegation? Yeah, I think there's hope now because cause it's so tightly tightly bunched now. I think Leicester were cut adrift until those two wins. Uh, like you say, they're, 
QPR playing QPR are playing well. Burnley are playing well. So you just have a little look at Sunderland and Hull. I mean, Sunderland always win the win the derby, so you know they're expected to win that. It's the games around that 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 that's a problem, and, and Hull are sinking fast. So I think there is hope for them, um, and uh, and I don't think it will necessarily. I, I think it probably will be the three that came up, but not necessarily. Hey, Mike, thanks for your time as always, and uh, always good listening to you, and we'll uh, catch up with you again next week. Okay, cheers, guys. Here's Mike McGrath from The Sun in the UK, running out of time here, boys. So thanks for your calls and your text messages tonight. Uh, after Diego's, it's all-night appetite with Darren Parkin. So remember, Carlos. Where were Puerto Rican girls hang out? Woo there! there. Wherever you samba, rumba, and la bamba. Woo there. there! Remember the girls with thread on their head and balls at their feet? Woo there. there! Where the gringos play football? Woo there! We are the four Diego's. Olé! Olé.